Hey, hey, this is Coach A, and welcome to the April 2nd edition. For today, I thought I'd share some of my learnings from reading and a few guidelines that I have for myself. What you'll find is, well, not all of them are going to apply. Not all of them apply to every book, but play around with them. If you are somebody with a reading habit, I'm sure you have a bunch of your own guidelines. It'd be awesome if you want to share a couple of them with me. If you are in someone with a reading habit, and I know it sounds annoying when somebody who reads tells you this, but it's totally possible to add it if you want. There are a lot of options. Audiobooks are an option. But reading at your pace, using your voice, using your imagination, and filling in the gaps, because reading is not a passive job at all, is, well, it's awesome. So if you are someone who's contemplated reading, you will find a bunch of these guidelines very, very useful. And I know reading books seems to be incongruent with the times, but that's well, that doesn't mean we don't fight the good fight. All right. So let's get into this. The first one you don't have to finish the book. Seriously, don't have to. I learned this only a few years ago. I wasted many hours finishing books that, uh, frankly, I should not have out of some stupid sense of obligation. Yeah, I know it doesn't make sense, but only recently did I give myself permission to stop. So if a book doesn't capture your attention in the first 30 or 50 pages, put it away. Yeah, it might be a classic or whatever, but it's not for you. Now, all, all of these guidelines, they apply, well, to nonfiction. So it doesn't matter if it's a business book or a science book or any kind of book that you're into. Uh, fiction is slightly different, of course. So one caveat. So the second thing, there is such a thing as the right time for a book. You look forward to reading a book, you start it, but it doesn't click. You start forcing it. Not that the book is boring, but it simply is well not happening. Because there is such a thing as the right time. Your mindset, your energy, what you're currently looking for, where you are in life, all of these play a role. Put the book away. It is there in your head. At a later time, you'll know it. You will go back to the book. A lot of the books that I have, well, are in this stage. The few terrible ones I dispose, that's what I spoke about in one. You don't have to finish every book. But these are books I know I want to read. I know I will find useful, but it's just not the right time today. 
Number three, skim. Now, even if I don't finish a book, I do part of the skimming routine, if not all of it. I read the table of contents. I get an idea for the construction of the book. I skim the book. I read the intro. I jump around. I maybe read the ending. I mean, it's not fiction, right? I skip ahead. I go back. There's no one method. But I try to get an idea of what the book is about and uh, see if, you know, it catches my fancy. It might be something right in the middle, but, you know, 10 pages are just brilliant. And so I know, oh, this is a book I want to read. Do I want to read it now? Or is it something that I want to read later? Or eh, I don't find any part of this book speaking to me. Is this a book I trash? Number four, understand the context in which the book was written. You cannot read a book that's 300 years old and berate it for having certain old-fashioned notions and ideas or a book that's written in a completely different social or political or cultural context. You need to understand that context. You need to know who the author was, where they were when they wrote it, physically and you know, culturally. What is the cultural snapshot of the times this was written in? Are there any recent historical events that influence this? And just a bunch of contextual stuff. Without this, you cannot understand the book. So understand where the author is, what their biases are, a lot of things. They are all important for you to understand the book. Number five, don't be put off by things you disagree with. After you understand the context, after you skim it and you know you're going to read this, well, there's still no way you'll agree with everything the author has to say. And that's absolutely fine. Don't be put off by it. As Bruce Lee says, absorb what is useful, discard what is useless, and add what is specifically your own. Number six, you agree with the book because it is a deeper truth within you. The books that resonate the most will, will feel as if the author reached into your brain and wrote what you felt in a way you can never do so. And that's why you agree with it, because it is already in you. It is a deeper truth that you felt, but you've not verbalized. Yeah, again, you might not agree with everything, but, and it's important you don't agree with everything, but you agree with the book because it speaks a deeper truth. To quote George Orwell, the best books are those that tell you what you know already. Number seven, do your research. Your time is precious. Don't need random shit. Look it up on Goodreads. Get recommendations. You will have at least one friend who reads more than you. 
see what in who they are reading. And if you are the biggest uh, reader in your circle, well, time to move up the chain. Be part of a reading community or something else. Don't worry about books that you should be reading. All nonsense. Read what speaks to you. Number eight. Fuck this nonsense of, I read 52 books last year and all that. Who the fuck cares? And why the fuck are you counting? Don't be put off by those people. Don't set these kind of arbitrary number-based goals. Yes, I understand you want to have a reading habit, so you set a number, but no, that's not the point at all. You read at your pace. You qualify the book you're going to read. You read how many ever you want to. To quote Mortimer Adler, in the case of good books, the point is not to see how many of them you can get through, but rather how many can get through to you. End quote. Number nine, do you read fast or slow? Well, that's up to you. I read fast. But I'll come to a place where I need to pause for a day or a week and put the book down. And of course, some, bo some books I cannot put down. Some books, even if I'm skimming, I break the rule and I reread that chapter once or twice. Even though my guideline of skimming is skim the whole thing and then do a later reread. And as I said, most books I do not finish because it's not the right time. I've read a quarter, I've skimmed through the rest. Now, I read fast because I tend to forget. I tend to lose track. By the time I'm half the way into the book, I've forgotten many bits of what I've read earlier. So if I go away for a week and come back, I, yeah, I've forgotten everything about this book, but that's me. So I aim to finish a book within a certain time. And I, by finish, I mean skim. I'll come to the other reading in a bit. So you, you read at the pace that works for you. Again, there is value in skimming first. Even if you're going to read the book, not just, you know, give it a deep reading or anything. Skimming has value. So read the table of contents, read the intro, read the last chapter, skim through, and find your pace. Number 10, three bullets. Now, many books do not read a second reading. You might skim, you might want to, well, so... Skimming, you are skipping a bunch of pages, right? But you might want to give the book a reading, but you don't re really need to give it a second reading. You can and you should be able to summarize the book in three bullets. For example, a friend of mine did it brilliantly for The Lion Tracker's Guide to Life by Boyd Varty. Here are his three bullets. Number one, I don't know where I'm going, but I know exactly how to get there. Number two, the journey to transformation is a series of first steps. And so, be invested in discovery 
rather than an outcome. Number three, recognize the first steps by the aliveness they bring out in you. That's it. That's the summary of the book. Now, again, using this book as an example, it's a beautiful book. It's a great story. The reading is necessary. Again, I'm old school. I'm not a fan of book summaries and such because you can't just go away with these three things. Like There are hundreds and thousands of things smart people have said. We can just... But we cannot, you know, live our life by quotes. We need context. And that comes from the reading. There are many reasons that a book speaks to you, the author's voice, their stories, their structure, their trials. And that will spark your brain in tangents. That's how you add your own learning to it. But once you have done this, then the three bullets are all you need to remember. Number 11, a deeper reading. Not every book warrants it. Some books honestly are just glorified blog posts. Some books have a rhythm and story and a music to them and you read them to understand the meaning. And as long as you note it down, as long as you summarize it, you know, the three bullets, you're good. That's it. It's a great book, but you don't need to read it again. But a few books require a deeper reading. Now, when you do this, oh, this you're going to sit and read slow. You're going to summarize each chapter in your own words, in your own context. I like to write down things I need to do or add uh, to-dos and stuff. I write down my own learnings. I scribble notes and thoughts on the margins. Yeah, well, that might be sacrilege to some. And finally, number 12, reread. Some books speak to you. These are books that you will end up reading many, many, many times. For me, it's approximately once a year. And every new reading will reveal a new nugget. It might be something I have missed earlier or because I have evolved, I have changed. The same words mean something different to me. So those are 12 guidelines that I have. Close it out. Reading is a joy and is a habit you can pick up today. And I had this habit growing up. I lost it for a couple of years, you know, work and life and nonsense. As always, begin again and it works. Of course, if you're a serious reader, you should check out How to Read a Book by Mortimer Adler. And finally, the one thing I do struggle with is taking notes. While I write in the margins, while I have my three bullets and all that. I don't really have a good system for it. Do you have any solutions or suggestions? I would love to hear it. And with that, we are done for today. This is Coach AA signing off. I will see you next weekend. You have a good one. Bye-bye.